Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. We have Colleen with us today as we continue our WordPress training series. So hi, Colleen. Hey guys. <laughs> so in this part of the series, we're going to be focusing on media and pages. So media is a tab found in your admin sidebar, which is used for user uploads. This uploads can include images, audio, video, etc. Um, adding media content to your WordPress site is a great way to better user experience and provide user information. Typically, media uploads are included in writing a post or a page. Mm-hmm. And we do that a lot, too, through our blogs. Mm-hmm. So Scott and I have a little bit of insight into this portion of yeah. the training. It's definitely gotten much easier since WordPress upgraded, too. Definitely. Yeah, released a lot of updates, um, especially with their newer update. It makes things you know more user friendly in the back end as well. Mm-hmm. And there's also like plugins out there. For instance, we use one called Filebird, which has the ability to use folders. So started implementing that recently. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, that's always good for organization. That's helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the media library screen allows you to edit, view, delete media that's been previously uploaded. So there are two types of views. So there's the media library grid, Mm -hmm. and that shows thumbnails of images, audio, icons, movie icons. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the top of the grid, you can view um, filter the media by the type of the media and the date. Mm -hmm. And you can delete the items and just click on the select button and kind of go through that way. Yep. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's also like numerous other things with it, like attachment details, you know, with every media item. Um, you know, some of the stuff is meant for images, some of the stuff you can leave alone. Uh, but for instance, like when, let's just use an image for example, mm-hmm. uh, you click on the image and it gives you details about that image. It'll give you like the file name, so that's pretty much what you named, you know, the file before you uploaded it. And anytime you upload um, this, that file name will be put into this title text box. Mm-hmm. So then it has some sort of way of like, you know, if you need to use it as like a default alt text, you can use it as that. Um, which uh, would bring me to my next one is the alt text. Um, it, this is required, I would say, for anyone who has a WordPress site uh, because alt text is really meant for screen readers, people who have disabilities, as well as like if images are broken. Um, it's helpful to have that. Yeah, because it shows that text saying it's broken, and that usually helps you know the developers like us, like, oh, okay, so it's this image, like let's try and adjust it. Mm-hmm. Other information with this is like the type of file. So it's like, just like you know, if it's like a JPEG, PNG, et cetera. Um, and you know, the uploaded on is, you know, whenever you upload it, it timestamps it, which helps that date filter too. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you need to find images like of September 2020, you can just click that, and whenever that image is uploaded, it already timestamped it. As opposed to like scrolling all the way back to yeah, that yeah. date. Yeah, <laughs> A little time consuming. Very time consuming, especially with thousands of images. Um, dimensions, I will say, don't really particularly matter unless you're using images as what we call a hero or a header. Um, for okay. those of you who you know don't know who are listening to this, like the header is like the top of the page, which usually showcases a big image spread across through the whole browser. So we do that mm-hmm. for our blog posts. Yes. We typically put a header image up there. And yeah, you're right. We have to kind of go in and modify the dimensions of that to mm-hmm. make sure it doesn't cut off or look weird. Yeah, because you can crop it to any way you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mo- like the minimum requirement for width would be 2,000 pixels because like uh, I would say that is the normal like view for it. 
And then when you go on a bigger screen, it will like zoom in a little bit, obviously, but it'll be responsive um, and look better rather than having a image that is like 500 pixels wide. Well, that's going to be very zoomed in so it can stretch across the whole width of the screen. Um, But as you know, upload these images, you have like a URL. Every media item comes with its own URL so you can reference that later down the line. Um, The title I mentioned earlier, um, a caption is optional, but if you want to credit a photo to anyone, the caption field is there for you. There's a description box. This is solely for internal purposes. Um, it's just a more explanation of the media file. Uh, I've already went over like you know alt text. Um, so you have like voice files only, which also include like artist and album. Um, just so it can insinuate, like, this is the person that made it and this is the album of this audio file. Um, and then you have, like, uploaded by who. You know, it depends what, um, account you're logged in as. So I could, you know, log in and upload anything and I'll say, oh, like, Colleen uploaded this media item to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, uh, to sum that up, it pretty much lets you know, like, where it's uploaded to. So, like, if you were going to delete this photo, you would at least know where this is uploaded to. So you could, you know, change that immediately so it's not just left blank so but yeah um you're gonna say like there's another thing like a list view yeah list view is the other um i guess viewing format Mm -hmm. that you can look at and that kind of just obviously like in the name it lists Mm -hmm. the media that's been uploaded um newest uploads appear first yeah and so um, the table shows, like, different columns. So they kind of have, like, a little square checkbox. And mm-hmm. when you do that, that obviously selects the media. Um, thumbnail is the small image of the actual media. So we use thumbnails a lot for our blog posts. So it's mm-hmm. a small feature image that appears when the list of blogs are on the page. Um, it also has the file, um, which is the title or name of the file, and link form. Mm-hmm. So you can easily click that. Um, the author, obviously, who uploaded the media, um, uploaded to shows the post or page the media was uploaded to, um, and the comment bubble shows if anyone has commented on said media that's mm-hmm. been uploaded, and then the date, obviously, when the date was uploaded. Yeah, I mean, the grid and list kind of go hand in hand, and it's really what the user is more comfortable like viewing this as. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm a more visual person, so I like the grid. The grid. But mm-hmm. like the list view looks pretty much the same as when you're looking at the main dashboard of posts and pages. Yeah. And I also guess also too it kinda depends on the information you're looking for. Like yeah. if you're looking just for the image, then obviously the grid yeah. would be easier, I think, to visualize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're looking for more information, obviously like the vice versa, the, the list view would be your go to. Great. So now that we have the two views out of the way, we're going to move on to what are pages. Mm -hmm. Um, Pages are very similar to posts, but there are also several distinctions. Mm -hmm. Um, Pages aren't blog content, so they don't appear in the time-structured views like posts do. Um, They can be organized into pages and subpages. That means they can use different page templates, including template files, template tags, and other PHP code. Pages don't allow categories, tags, and any custom taxonomies. Similar to posts, pages are stored in your database, and it's possible to make a website on WordPress with just pages. I didn't know that. Can you explain that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean, like, there's, you know, obviously sites out there that don't have blogs or posts. Um, I mean, a general concept that WordPress in itself, everything is technically a post because WordPress is a, 
was originally a blogging platform, mm -hmm. but then they made this incredible CMS. Um, but pages, they, like you said, Scott, they don't have like taxonomies or tags or categories because that's not what pages are meant for. Pages are meant for like homepage about us and contact and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is possible to make websites with no um, posts and just pages because you could have a static site with no posts at all. It's true, so. yeah, and there are plenty of sites that don't have blog posts and mm -hmm. stuff like that that are being posted, you know, every week or so. so. Yeah, sometimes there's no need for posts, like, mm -hmm. for depending on like, what the that site, site yeah, yeah, the purpose of the site. Mm -hmm. It's very true. So creating a page, it's also very similar to creating a post, right? Yep. A lot of the steps kind of overlap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much the same if there is no, like, I will say if we're going to use the default setup, then it's exactly the same, unless, you know, the developer somehow altered the way you add in a page. But even then, like, you know, the way we do it at Yelling Mule is very easy in, like, editing a Word document. So, um, I mean, if you take a look at our last video or um, podcast, sorry. <laughs> audio. Yeah, yeah. audio. <laughs> Uh, we explained how to, you know, edit posts, which you can just use the same content and just edit a page unless, you know, unless it was customized. For so. sure. That's helpful, though, too. And like you said, it's kind of similar. Yeah, but there's also, like, other things. Like, there's different ways how to uh, add subpages, too. Oh, yeah. Can you so. talk a little bit about, like, what are subpages? Yeah. Um, so subpages, you know, for instance, let's say you have services as your main page. And then you have all these list of services as your subpages. Um, now on that parent page, the main services page, you can list all of those subpages just by grabbing like whatever subpage the parent is. But subpages are essentially just like you know children of this parent page. And you know the way to do it is like as you're making a page, you click parent page in the drop down under page attributes, um, and then you just remember to select the the appropriate one. Mm -hmm. um, and then that content, whatever's on the subpage, uh, will potentially show up on the parent page. So, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, and there's like, you know, a couple other things with, you know, pages. Um, and this also applies to posts and any other custom post types and really anything on the site. As we were talking about URLs, URLs in the media library. Um, for instance, let's use the subservices page again. If you tag a subpage with a parent, it will change that URL structure. So it'll be like site name slash services slash the service name. If you don't, it'll be site name slash service. Okay. So you, but you can also like edit this slug, this URL to make it more SEO friendly. Oh yeah, we kind of touched upon this last week too, where we could drop some of those words that aren't necessary, like to or with. Yeah, and exactly. And then get that for SEO. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, it just, you know, makes it cleaner, better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, and then we also mentioned how I was saying earlier when you're on the main parent page of listing pages, well, there is this function, WP list pages. It's one of many. There are many ways to do this, but this is, you know, one of the preferred ways, um, which will easily just grab, you know, the parent and then showcase all subpages related to that parent. So pretty much automatically generate the list of whatever the page is tagged as for the parent. So, and with another special thing with pages, as opposed to posts. So posts, you're only ever using one single template, okay. whereas pages, you can pretty much select any pre-made template that was made, and then you can use those fields that were made on that template for the site. 
And so. it gives you some options mm -hmm. depending on what your needs are. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. And we'll be back again next week to kind of finish up the WordPress training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. Yeah, no problem.